Episode 21, guys. Let's get her going. Get it going. Yeah. 21. Good oh, Sunday. We're legal everywhere now. Good morning. <laughs> Good morning. Yeah, it's too early and I just hit the puck on the mic. Awesome. Hey, good morning, everyone, or evening, or night, wherever you are. Welcome to Into the 99, where we have 99 cards and commanders number one. I'm one of your hosts, Sherman. I'm Hope. I'm Daniel. And I'm Brian. And please forgive us. We're a little groggy this morning. Some of us are. Oh. Not me. Yeah, I'm jacked up on two two energy drinks. Yeah, so. Brian is raring to go. Homeboy is shaking. I, I'm on my first coffee still, so <laughs> I'm just trying to I don't to even get know if you there. call that coffee. Yeah. <laughs> well, it's iced coffee, granted. So, Tim Hortons, yay! Okay, anyways, today we are going to just talk about, well, random cards that we feel that no one plays, but Yeah, basic, basically some powerful underplayed cards. Yeah, or some powerful cards that are just... Powerful, they, they might not be powerful, but they're underplayed. Yeah, yeah they're definitely, definitely underplayed. underplayed. And they're, they have value. Well, I, I, I threw up a lot of jank stuff, so I don't know about you guys. So, you know, all me. the jank. As per usual. Yeah. No one, no one expects it. Okay, just, that's what I love. No one expects it. No, It's hard to counter when you do something stupid like that. It's fun to play cards that people are like, what? what is that? Yeah, and they have to read it, even though it has like two lines of text. Text. <laughs> Did you see the stupid, speaking of stu- stupid cards, did you see that I pulled out a Sisters of the Flame for you? Not for you, but like, for you. So, in, in Daniel's like, wonder, wonderful findings of magic cards, there was a Sisters of the Flame and I was like, Yeah, Daniel like, was like messaging us like, oh, like I'm going through all these old cards and everything. Here's this card for like banding. Here's like all these things. Like, oh, From when man. he was a kid, but they're yeah. all like wrapped up with rubber bands. Yeah. yeah, yeah was- GG, sir. <laughs> oh, it's so brutal. A whole lot of Tempest cards, which was nice. It, but it physically hurts me to see them wrapped up like that. Yeah, because they're all bent and everything and whatnot. Lo- oh. No sleeves, loose in a backpack. Ugh. Okay. You should, you should just put it on. Uh, uh, he on told me to sleeve up a card this morning. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, I gave you the actual. What hold. gave you the right? <laughs> <laughs> oh, but like, yeah, like we're going to talk, talk about random cards that we we feel that are. Like powerful but underplayed. Should see more play. Should probably see more play. If you play it more, yeah, that's fantastic. If not, not a big deal. Maybe it doesn't work for your strategy or uh, for your deck or whatever. Um, but a lot of these are cards that like we like until this is gonna sound so stupid, but until I'd heard of it, I'd never heard of it. You know what yeah. I mean? Like you yeah. had to like come because across underplayed. Yeah, it's like you had to like stumble across it like in a box, and because it's an uncommon that nobody would ever play. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. Who goes searching through boxes of cards? (laughs) That is beneath me. Me (laughs) Well, a lot of people do. When we've talked about deck building before, a lot of people do really like to just grab the EDH rec list, pick up what's recommended, and not really change it. Uh, They change it as they play and stuff, but you don't see a lot of uncommon cards. Which don't see much variety. Yeah, it doesn't lead to a lot of deck diversity. If someone's like building a Muldrow, the most people build it. Really similar. That's why we like to see different ones and see what directions people take. Totally. Yeah. So, like, and we, we, we all have different play styles. And that's one of the reasons why, like, we're coming up with this list. Because, like, each of us have, like, pet cards. You know? Yeah. Or, like, we use certain cards that no one sees. And we, we personally find that they're devastating or they work really, really well for different situations. So, mm-hmm. like, I'm going to start off with one that I've mentioned before in a, a previous episode. I don't remember which one. But it is Noetic <laughs> Scales, okay? It's an artifact. Mm-hmm. Four mana. Four. Uh, at the beginning of each player's upkeep. Each player's upkeep, okay? Return to its owner's hand each creature that player controls with power greater than the number of cards in their hand. Okay. A really good defensive card. That it's is... A- that personally would devastate me. I think that has to. I have to pick up a couple of these to throw it into like Mogus and stuff like that. It's yeah. just like well, also way into of keeping a, creatures away from me. Yeah. Also into even Alila because you're making so many flyers and stuff that are small. Yeah. Small beatdown flyers. You're yeah. not gonna... you just don't drop drop like three cards. Yeah. See the, the nobody's got blockers kind of things. So. Yeah. This, this card is devastating. Like I had this in my book tribal. Yeah. Okay? And whenever I pull it out. Okay, it's because I'm tutoring for it or I just have it in my hand. But normally I'm tutoring for this card because it devastates people. You have like, because like my book tribal, I use Sai as the uh, Master Thopters as my commander. Okay, because it's mono blue. All right. 
So I'm going to create a lot of filters and all my things are under power. This rebalances everything for me. So if you have like a Beastmaster Ascension, I yeah. don't care. Okay, unless you have, unless your creatures have haste. You can't get it off. You can't get it off. Yep. That's the thing that kills me is because usually when I'm playing creature-heavy decks, I'm also playing like a lot of ramp. So I don't usually have a lot, if any, cards in hand. Yeah, and it's, it's, that's the thing. Like you, you're shutting down big, big creatures. Well, you're shutting down Voltron stuff too, people. It's really hard yeah. to equip with some, one creature, especially yeah. against an equipment deck like my uh, my Sir Gwyn deck, all equipment based and everything. And that's good for one turn, but then I have to sink all the mana again to not only cast the creature but to re-equip. That's yeah. brutal. That would be okay with like Balan or something. Yeah, but yeah, but this is devastating for everything. Like on that, people I need to be. Really I need to play Doran and nothing else against this. Yeah, pretty much. You know, and that, that's that's the thing. Like it it forces people to to plan out things better because like they they have a limited hand size now because you're you're saying you have to have a lot of cards in your hand okay if you don't then you have to make sure your creatures are real power yeah you want to cast that six six hold on sweet sweet arcades deck this would be really bad for my hazard deck yeah where i like to be hellbent no cards in hand yeah like i i i um beaten people down with this when they've played uh corvo because Corvold already, like, it's a 5-5, five, five, and then when you uh, when it comes out and you have to sacrifice, so it's 6-6, six, six, and it just, every time you attack or whatever, keeps getting bigger, so it just shuts it down. Yeah. It shuts down on that uh, look of Immediately. Immediately. Yeah. Okay? Because now they can't, store, they can't store the mana. Yeah. So it's... It ruins that deck. Yeah. So, yeah. like, whenever I play this, I can't... I, I can't mean, there's a lot target. of artifact destruction in green. There it's are. not that hard to get rid of or it. Like, it. It is easy to get rid of, but yeah. at the same time, there's it a can lo- be devastating. Well, there's the topic, a lot of everything but... in Magic. That doesn't mean people build with yeah. it. Yeah. A lot of people, like, I, I've sat there with... Well, what? Like, in our games on Friday, the guy had, like, this... I can't remember exactly what enchantment it was, but it was there for turns. Yeah. There's, no, no one touched it. There's and, a ton that just can't get through. Yeah, he just sat there. He's like, I'm surprised that I've well, had this for this long. He also had Mycosynth out for what, like six turns, seven turns? I think longer than that. That's brutal. Yeah, that's what it was. Yeah, yeah. yeah Mycosynth yeah, is nasty. Well, yeah, we, we've talked lots. Lattice, lots. People just sorry. don't bring enough destruction to the table. Yeah, it's true. It's true. Like, like, you, you, they either expect someone else to, to answer there with it. All the destruction. Yeah. But sometimes like you, you have to have your own removal just because... Once again, it's not devastating to, like, whatever card is out there, it might not be devastating to everyone, but might be devastating yep. to you. Yeah, yeah, you need to know what your deck's power is. And Hell there's yeah. some things that just should be in every deck. Like, every green deck should have a naturalize. Every white deck should have Armageddon. Yeah. <laughs> 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 that was like Blue Cyclonic Rift, Red Obliterate, we get it. Yeah. Don't even joke yada, about that. Yada, yada, yada. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so, Nasty. But, um, let's keep going here. Daniel, this is one of the cards that you wanted, uh, that you listed off here. Primal Command. Which never hits the table ever. I never seen anyone play it. And it's so good. I love it. It's, it's true. It is neato. I so. talk lots about how much I love any of the cards that have modes available. Yes. Yeah. It's, it's like a choose your own adventure book. It is. Literally. Yeah. So Can that go on Book Tribal? Does yeah. it count? <laughs> no, unfortunately not. So it's three and two Does it have a glyph though? Or at least it looks like a glyph. Yeah. Glyphs don't count. It's like Glyph. writing. It's three and well, two green sorcery. Uh, choose two. Target player gains seven life, or put target non-creature permanent on top of its owner's library, or target player shuffles a graveyard into their library, or search your, <laughs> search your library for a creature card, reveal it, put it into your hand, and shuffle, which is kind of dope. Yeah, I'd probably use that. Two. I'd probably use that graveyard reshuffle. Yeah, graveyard reshuffle, grab a creature, or bounce something. Well, the the nice thing is you get two, so yeah. you can get yourself some life. You can you can tutor a creature, which every green deck likes to do. Yeah, five mana is pretty light in a green deck. Yeah, Especially oh yeah. To search up a creature. Yeah, well, to do two, like to be able to, yeah. if you need to bounce something or you want to bounce. Yeah, something. Yeah, you want to put that noetic you... scales back as well. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Um, um, it, the sorcery speed does slow it down a little. If yeah. this was an instant speed card, then I think it would be obviously an oh, include in a in a deck, yeah. but. Well, just like, like what the crypt, cryptic command is yep. instant. Yeah, cryptic command is like an instant. It's also it's like probably the best of all of them in, the, yeah. in that sense. That one in austere command. Yeah. Oh so, yeah, austere like command is great. Command, yeah. yeah. Um, the red one is stupid. I can't even remember it, but I don't. I don't care for it. What? There is a red one. Yeah. 
leave, leave my red alone. But I do think that this card is interesting. Like, although, like you said, like the sorcery speed kind of does bring down its power level a little bit. It's still, you I feel know, like it needs to. If you could instant speed five do mana, two of these. bounce a permanent and fetch a creature, that's, that's pretty. But what do you think about it? It's, a, it's two cards in one, and, yeah. and and the five mana cost is that. Yeah, like a three and a two cost. Yep. It's really low for five mana. You get like even though it's sorcery speed, you get to do two of these things, which are really really strong. Mm-hmm. Like I'm I'm down for that. But like you said, like not many people play this. And well, Brian, the way you said it there actually does make it good. If there was a three cost uh, search, search a creature and a two you, card you would, bounce, you'd or... include it for sure. It'd be a good yeah. one. Yeah. And then also, yes, a two card permanent bounce in green would be a auto include for everything. <laughs> what Sorry are you doing? <laughs> Daniel's the Rogers, smashing the wall. <laughs> the Roger's cell phone service is coming through. Like, <laughs> yeah, it's just like. <laughs> okay. Anyways, but yeah, primal command, like you know. At the same time, it's only five mana. It's not that bad, you know. Like, um, like, uh, with the cryptic command, yeah, it's it's four cost, but it's also one blue, blue, blue. It's annoying to cast if yeah. you're playing more than two colors. But yeah, like with right. this, like I'm just looking at like all the different abilities, like a, a three cost to to reshuffle your library, like all those creatures that someone killed. Like yeah, I want yeah. them all back. And then a two cost search as well, so yeah, you can go find whichever yeah. one you want. I'm gonna put well, my creature back well, in even, my library. Even, and then a, go find even it. a two cost in green that was gained seven life would be a good card. Yeah, and you that's get to true. Stack, and you get to stack these how you want, correct? Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So you can shuffle them back and then you search and then them. put yeah. it on top, and then go yeah. get my creature that you guys. And then force yourself to draw, and mm-hmm. you've got it. Yeah, good to yeah. go. I think so. At least I'm not sure. So you should be. I don't see why not. Well, let's see. There's let's, there yeah. Rotax Primal Command in order performed in order listed. If you put a non-creature permanent on the top of its own library and have that player shuffle their graveyard in the library, that card is shuffled away. Oh, yep. Okay. Ah. So, so in the order listed. So it is, yes, you can shuffle and then go and get then it. And then search. Yeah. Nice. So perfect. That's cool. so. Nice. Booyah. Oh, yeah. That's actually really interesting to know, like, with the modes, is that they resolve, like, in order how, how I yeah, consecutively. That's something I never even, like, considered. I never thought that. I, I would, because, like, I would probably just, like, switch it up and everything. But it's good to know that you have to go in order in that yeah. sense. Yeah. So, but, so that's, that's one of the ones here. This one I, I like a lot. Um, I'll play this sometimes. Because, like, sometimes I'll play with, like, large, big creatures. And when you have this out... It's really, really hard to deal with, okay? And this is for white, two in a white, called Divine Presence. It's Great an enchantment. Card. Great card. Okay. If a source would deal four or more damage to a permanent or a player, that source deals three damage to that permanent or player instead. That Tur- turns a Blasphemous so Act into three damage a creature. Turns my Hail, hits you for 40 commander damage, double strike into three. Yeah. Three. It's hilarious. Well, yeah, no, double strike. Yeah, three double strike. Yeah, it's hilarious. But still, that would, would, would be it be the six? It only it still only be the three, wouldn't it? No, because double Cause strike is two separate times. Com- oh, yeah, okay. damage. So it would yeah. be six because of that. Yeah, gotcha. But this, this once again, this shuts down a lot of decks. Okay, because the most are like you don't care if something twenty twenty was trample and all that stuff. No, okay, uh, it'll come in twenty twenty. Sure, I'm still gonna take three damage. Don't care. Because it says the most I can do is three damage. Okay, and the creature would absorb all that, right? There would be no trample going through. Uh, it well, doesn't unless it went over three. Yeah. When yeah. It, so even if if the but when it deals damage to the creature, it would be reduced down to three. So if the creature is able to block, for no. All so three, you have to. You have to. Oh no, no, you have to. Yeah, uh, that that is an interesting way. If it was a twenty twenty being blocked by a two two. You would only have to assign two of the damage to the creature, and, take one. and you could trample over, but the tra- the trample would also be reduced down to three. So you could do three to the player, three to the creature. Yeah, unless you have something okay. like death touch. Oh, okay. Because, okay. yeah, the damage has to be dealt first, and then. Yeah, and it has to be But if the creature damage. absorbed all three damage, then nothing would trample. Yep. Correct? Yeah. Okay. So, well, trample is really interesting. Oh, no, no, for, for trample, it, it would go over. So if it yeah. was a 3-3... Three, three, then it would go over. You still have to... Because before damage is done is the assigned damage. So if it's I have a 5-5, five, five, before I can apply any trample, I have to have lethal. That's why in Death Touch, I can apply one damage. That will kill the creature and the rest, the rest tramples. Goes over. Oh, okay. Yeah. yeah, so before damage can be done even to be prevented, it has to be assigned. Yeah, so you still have to assign a minimum. Very interesting. Interesting rules facts. Yeah. yeah. So I think that makes it interesting I think to it's talk neat. about. Yeah. Uh, do you know what? I don't think I even knew about the the death touch. Yeah. 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 
Because you only have to do one damage to yeah. do lethal damage. Yeah. With that touch. And then you Fun just fact. roll right over. Yeah. The, only thing, the only thing that stops that is Pandania. Yeah, Pandania. <laughs> I, I, I we know. That. Yeah. Did that to Eddie? He was not pleased. I've learned about it. Yeah, banding's a weird mechanic. I hate it. It's so weird. It's lovely, but it's weird. Divine Presence is one of those cards that once again, like if you're playing like a pillow fort deck, it's devastating. Yeah. Okay. And like if you're if you're playing an aggro deck, it's not so great because like even if you attack with something, people can be like, oh, I'm not gonna block. I'm just gonna take three, 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 three. Okay. Yeah. So. Yeah, okay. This this shuts down aggro. That adds up so much. I was going to say, like, if you, you can take all the threes you want, my friend. I'm like, I'll keep swinging at you. Yeah. Um, There's seven of them. That's if I don't have a way a to get damage. rid of that enchantment, you finna die. Yeah. I'm going to hit you for three every single time. Like, but this this is great against other things. Like, uh, uh, if someone tries to fireball you in the face or anyone in the face for, like, 30 damage or whatever, then that, once again, it's going to be down to three damage. So putting in all that mana is kind of pointless. So um, Fire Song and Sunspeaker, this checks it down. I'm going to have to get this card. Oh, honesty. Thank you for showing it to me. It's a, it's a good yeah. card. It, and it's especially you're making your new enchantment deck. That is a really, really good pillow fort. Yeah, it is a great pillow fort. Just because well, like, you're not going to really there, have there's that so altar many... that I got. This would go perfect yeah. in it. Well, there's so many things as well that reduce, like prevent one of the damage dealt to you, prevent one of it. Yeah. And you stack your own triggers. Yes. So, so you reduce it down to three, then you prevent one of the three, prevent one of the three, and you end up taking one damage from a twenty twenty. Gross. Yeah, it's hilarious. How that? <laughs> <laughs> oh boy, but yeah, like once again, like this, this card is a little bit more situational, just because like you know you is against aggro decks and you have to be basically a pillow fort deck or whatever. So, but other than that, yeah, it is a. It's a janky card. It's really cheap. I think it's like at most like two bucks I've seen, but normally it's like a buck, like a dollar rare. So it's not it's not that bad at all. So yeah. three mana, low low CMC. You can bring it out fast, all that stuff. Um, That's not bad. What uh, at all for a dollar? No, not nah. bad at all. Nothing like almost too easy. I'm, I might have a new white staple. Yeah. <laughs> I'm heading out to the card store. But, but it is a solid card for sure. Yeah. So. Um, we have, uh, Ash Barons for our land here. I... We talk about what shouldn't be in every deck. This should be in every deck. Yeah. And, uh, even, well, model color, no, but, like, two colors or more, I could see Ash Barons being used. So, Ash Barons is a land. E- even in mono color, though, you still want to include some of the stuff that lets you go and fetch. Because if you, if you throw it out, you still have the shuffle, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. True. So, um, so Ash Barons is a land. Just tap for a colorless mana. Okay, but it has basic land cycling for one. Okay, so, so it's a, I mean it's a color fix. Yeah, so it is a, a color fix, which is why it's like it, it'll be great for like a, if you're playing like a, a three or four or five color deck. Yeah. Okay, mono color. Yeah, sure, I can see where you're getting at. You know, like especially like if you have an extra card, like if like turn ten or something like that, you draw and it's like I don't need this, cycle it through just to get like get rid of it or whatever. It's also, like, good if you're playing a colorless deck. Like, if you're playing Eldrazi or Artifact Heavy or whatever. Like, who cares? Go fetch wastes. Yeah. Hell yeah. So, like, yeah, you're you're, you're filtering for, like, one... Colorless. One, colorless. Uh, one land. So it's not... Like, filtering in a, the mathematical grand scheme of things isn't a big, big deal in Commander as opposed to, like, 60 card. And even then, that's, like, very, very negligible. Uh, very, very small difference. Um... Ashbury's though, I do have to agree though. Like, it should go into more decks for sure. Yeah, I, I could definitely throw that into my like uh, my my group hug just so I can make sure I go get my lands. Yeah, yeah. Well, or into any of your decks, really. Like, it's, like the <laughs> literally, I, I, I don't think I have a single color deck. In all honesty, no, no. But, <laughs> but not having like if you're sitting there trying to play Mogus and you're only drawing mountains, that's a it's a real good card to draw. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Because then you're you're you are like grabbing that second. Go get your swamp. Yeah, get, get yep. your swamp and everything. You know, especially if someone's like targeting. Um, you know, with like a strip mine or whatever, just Ugh. targeting one source. My way of looking at Ash Barons, though, is that you should not include it as one of your lands that you're including. Include it as an additional. And there, so if you're going to run like a, a 33-66 mix, like a really aggressive one, don't make this one of the 33 ones. No. Because you know you want to cycle it as Make a it land. part of the 66. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Consider it like a spell, not like a land. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Make it a, a one-cost instant speed, go get a land. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, that's a very good point. Yeah. Oh, that's very, 
Very fair. And I like the fact that like the cycle cost is low. It's one. Yeah. Okay. I like for something like this, I would expect a two. Mm-hmm. In a cycling, an instant effect. Yep. Yes. Because okay. yeah, so end step you of pay- someone's turn, you could do it. Yeah. Okay, and it, it can, can it be targeted? What, it can, oh, no. what do you mean by targeted? Cy- cycling's an ability. It's not a cast. Okay. So they'd yeah. have to stifle it. And I can't imagine that anyone Someone's would stifling. Win. I would. I'm gonna go get this land. No, you're I not. I would literally <laughs> just let them win. I would give them the win for one, that. One that the, is an amazing play. One of the best things I've ever seen is somebody mulligan three times so they finally had a hand that was okay, and they're like, "All right," and they went to turn one. Uh, they they went second, but turn one they tried to play Soul Ring and then Mox Diamond. Yeah, yeah. And uh, somebody it was mental misstep on the Soul Ring and force of will on the Mox Diamond. <laughs> oh my god! Oh oh! And I oh. they had nothing else. They only had they kept that hand for the one mana. They were playing a Morrowind deck and they didn't play a single thing for the rest of the game. It was five turns till they drew their next land. Wow! And they didn't drop oh anything god. else. And it was the mental misstep. I'll, I'll be honest, that made me laugh. <laughs> but the force of will. That's that painful. Oh, crazy. It was hilarious. brutal. I loved it. Oh. Right? It's like, I feel like there should be like. Ugh. Honestly, elves deserve that in a lot I of honestly, I, I, I kind of feel like there should be like an additional sort of like, like, you're the worst award. A, ba- a banner just drops. You know, right? I, I want know. to. I was talking the other day. Uh, Most hilarious dumb play of the game. A like, few people were talking about how they don't like the invocation cards. Yeah. I love them. I think the artwork's beautiful on Me them. Me too. But I said that I want to go find the invocation force of will and then just keep it off to the side like my merit lage token so that I can, in a hard case, hurl it at people when I force the will spells. Wincon. No! <laughs> that would be very funny. <laughs> How, how many stores can we get kicked out of? Let's see. Yeah, you hit me in the face with a force of will. Our game store, Daniel, we've talked about this. <laughs> like, we like you, but... Come on, man. I appreciate that you bought the force of will here, but come but on, come man. on, man. You can't play dodgeball with it here. If you can dodge a ranch, you can dodge a card. What? I start coming my whole decks in them now. Oh. In that triple, triple-sleeved glory. No, that's Connor. Oh. Yeah. Put can, can, you, can you cut game. this? No. I, I wouldn't I even know, know how. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but no, I, I do believe that Ash Barons is really good. As Sherman did mention, uh, the more colors in the deck, the more valuable that card is. Yeah. But being able to pay one to go get a land and fix your color base is is very solid. Yeah. So let, let's move on here because I just noticed that we've talked about, like, what, three cards and... A great many. And... Yeah. Time's just flying, so let's let's speed it up a little bit. This is one of my favorites. This okay. is one of Hope's I think it, I legitimately every single time anyone's just like, "What cards do you think people, more people should play?" I'm like, "Do you play a creature deck?" I'm like, "Then you should play Throne of the God Pharaoh. It's a two cost artifact, super cheap. It's Nicol Bolas themed, so you know I'm into <laughs> it." Of course. Of course. <gasps> of course. And it's at the beginning of your end step, each opponent loses life equal to the number of tapped creatures you control. So whether you're tapping them for mana, whether you tap them to attack, whether whatever. If somebody forcibly tapped your creatures so you couldn't attack, they're still taking damage. It's incredible. I love it's, it. It's hilarious, especially when you play things like... Uh... And it's each opponent. Dude, that would yeah. backfire. For two mana. That would backfire against my Mocus deck with the... What is the war toll? Whenever someone taps a land, they yeah. have to tap yeah. all lands. When they attack with a creature, they have to tap yeah. all their creatures. Yeah, and then you take the deeps. Yep. Yeah, it'd be hilarious. Like, like I could see this in uh, a lot of green decks because, like, we have yeah. like Song of Freilies where you can like tap them for like uh, mana, Crystal of Fright. Love that like card. That. That's another card. We don't even have that on the list. People should play that card. That card. What, is so Song good. of Freilies. Well, that and Crystal of Fright. Crystal of Fright. Yeah. Crystal of Fright. Like, um, it's it's okay. Uh, it depends on the deck. So, like, tap, tapping it for a uh, creature for mana, I can understand, uh, is really, really good. Yeah. But well, same, with, with your tokens, it, it's really good. Yeah, with tokens, it is good. Um, you just have creatures. Like, green doesn't really need it as much, so it's not a big, big deal. Like, um... Well, if they're making elves and tapping said elves for mana... Yeah, and then it this, comes, is, yeah. this is devastating Oof. for that, right? You know, I, just, I wouldn't have even thought about that because i was like my elves i'm like the only real thing i can do is attack with them but if i'm creating all these mana junkies that i'm able to tap and then well, uh, I, at the I, end of my turn i, I tap 20 of these well imagine for... playing a fraley's i run that in my uh everyone always like it's like oh i have an elf ball deck and it's mono green i'm like there's there's nothing ballish about this this is you have an elf deck <laughs> yeah. yeah i have an elf ball deck it's grand warlord rata 
I make red mana, I fireball people. That's an elf ball deck. Yeah, but, I, but I run that in this because I need to I need to make it so that I can actually hit people and I need to generate a lot of mana. Yeah. Well, Real you quick. Took up two people at forty damage from yeah. the fireball. Yeah. The Hence double fireball. Divine presence, because you would only take three. <laughs> it's but, like Amaket's such a heavy metal plane also. Can we just like take a second just to be like, wow. Yeah. Heavy metal. <laughs> really good storyline. So I like cool. it. So cool. I actually didn't uh, didn't like the Amonkhet gods as much until I read the storyline, and now that is why I'm getting all the masterpieces of them. Yeah, they're dope. They're so dope. Oh, well, it's, it was just a really good storyline. Like anyone who hasn't read that storyline in the lore, highly go recommend. read it. Oh, oh my god! I, literally, as soon as we're done, we finna talk me. Next episode, Hope reads to Brian. <laughs> yeah, next episode, Hope just goes off about the entire story, start to finish, of Nicol Bolas. The only thing I didn't like about oh, Amonkhet's story so is how easier it was for them to kill uh, Razzlecat. That's the only thing I didn't like. But other than that, everything else they did enjoy. So, because Razzlecat is just like... They One of the demons. They just kind of... they. I think they packed too much into the story yeah. and then just had to like tie that part up too while they were there and they're like, eh, yeah, that's all. Yeah. yeah. But anyway, if we digress, something, we're something on the Something demons, Liliana, something, something. But like, anyways, back we to... Should, the... We should do an episode about lore. Yes! Oh, and even before that, we also hope everyone goes and plays uh, the unsanctioned events. I don't know if anyone's been seeing the spoilers for that. It looks very, very fun. If you play Commander, you like to have fun. Go out and play those things. And also, entirely disregard the rules and make Commander decks out of these new legendaries. Because they're hilarious. hilarious. I, I, I haven't seen any of the spoilers yet, so I need to look Oh my up. god. Okay, we need to move on. Because we, we, on. we like, will get go off on that. Yeah. Anyways, this card is tangent, dope. Nicopolis is tight. Yeah. Do <laughs> damage. It's awesome. Yeah. Throne Cutter Next. is fun. Uh, so let's... Two mana. Just get out of here. Okay, it's okay, so good. okay. So one That's thing... a turn one drop. <laughs> oh, okay. this this one is also... Uh, I, I didn't know whether to put this in this episode or in the other episode of budget replacements for cards. Yeah. But we'll still talk about it right now. It is Blanket of Night. Okay. So Blanket of Night is a enchantment for black. One black black. Each land is a swamp oh, in addition to an Urborg. Yes, types. exactly. Yes. It's an Urborg. It's literally an Urborg enchantment. If Just as hard to get rid of. If you don't want to spend the money on an Urborg, then this is your budget Well, then it also gives Urborg. you the, don- uh, the, the whatever it is for your gods. Um, devotion? devotion? Yeah, that. That stuff. Yeah. It's, it's <laughs> and the energy drinks are... <laughs> this is a cheaper way of getting like an Urborg out. Yeah. Okay. Is Urborg um, even a pricey card? Just yeah, yeah, 40 bucks or something. Oh, uh, yeah. Throw this in. Yeah. So it works well if you have Cabal Coffers and anything, so you don't have, like, it, it's just easier oh, to grab yes. the Urborg because there's so many land fetches that you can use with Honestly, it. too, I'd rather have a Blanket of Night out than an Urborg because I, I just, I want to be able to, like, you, like, well, there's, there's also... nothing that drives me more crazy than when I draw an Urborg and I just need land. Yeah. Well, it is a land, though. But you need more land. <laughs> <laughs> it becomes a swamp from its ability. Yeah. <laughs> Once again, early morning recording, everyone. That's getting cut. No one's gonna know what happened. Yeah, when you say things get cut, that I just don't cut them. Yeah, I was you say, have to. I was gonna say I ask for stuff, and no, it no, never it happens. Never does. Yeah, well, it's different. Like just don't mention comment. it because now they wonder <laughs> what actually gets cut. Nothing. <laughs> Just slide hey, right into hey, Brian's DMs. Out. He'll tell hey, you. edit that out. And then I never edit anything out. Just slide into he, Brian's he DMs. He'll tell you. I just make myself mean? sound good and everyone else. <laughs> I, I add some distortion to everyone else's voice. I don't know what these guys are doing. Yeah, they're they're degenerates. <laughs> <laughs> so, like at a night, it is, it is a cheap alternative. Okay? The, the biggest problem with Vision of... Um, with Blanket of... Uh, blanket blanket of, night, of Night. Is that it is from Vision, so it might be a little bit more difficult to find still. Yeah. Because Vision is such an older set. Yeah, yeah, such a weird set. It's such a weird set. And it is uncommon, so it's not there's not as many. If it was common, then yeah, that's a different story, right? But it like it is nice to have this card to, uh, like for Urborg effect, especially it, if you have Cabal Coffers or something like that or Which I do. Yeah, or the what is the other one? Cabal Tower or whatever? What a, whatever one it is, or Mages of the Coffers, the anything Cabal, like yes. that. Or, or even if you have all a Crypt Gas and stuff, if all your lands are swamps, then every time you tap them, you're yeah. adding extra mana. It's it's a solid card for its purpose, but it is rarely played. I have not seen anyone but me ever put this card down on a table. What's What would be fun with this, okay, as well, and, and uh, this is just in general, like, I don't we don't see this um, being used as much. It's like a, a 
cards or cards that have creatures that use uh, island walk, uh, any kind of land walk, okay? So swamp walk, island walk, mountain walk, things like that. I think more people should play with things like that. Yes. Yeah, that's true. So like the most common one we'll, we'll see is probably island walk. Island walk. Like, yeah. your island walk. What? Forest walk? It's always you. That's gold. Well, yeah. Yeah, but no one else plays with them, okay? They, so many people play green though, so forest walk is... Forest walk is... Forest walk and island walk are the most are the ones that I say are the the best. Yeah. Okay. Plains walk is kind of yeah. What do you do? Not many people play white. Red maybe. Um, swamp walk isn't one of those. Just like it's just a bonus. If a creature has swamp walk along with whatever stuff that you have that you need, and someone else is playing black, Un- unblockable a is a strong metric. Yeah. Oh yeah, I literally duh. Job. Duh, well, friend. And like, well, what? I think you guys just have to go with swamps to hit me for everything. Yeah, Literally. Brian, yeah. Brian doesn't know that there's other colors. <laughs> <laughs> but but I got a night is fun for that. And I, I do think that other people or uh, people should be playing with something like that and other things that are like that. Um, just because, uh, like, with the, the different walks, like the um, land walks and everything, just because uh, unblockable is really, really devastating. Yeah. Okay. Like, sure, sometimes it's 3 or 4 damage, but sometimes it's like 20 damage because you can't block it. Okay? It's like protection, but better. Yeah. Any, any time that you make anything unblockable, it really, like... It's it, devastating. It, it hurts. It adds, like, yeah, it adds a dynamic to the combat stuff that you're not necessarily expecting. You look scary now. No, no, don't, no, don't get rid of it. You look fancy, that. Daniel. Thank I like you. that. Put your hair back. No, we're... Anyways, back to the, back to the episode. <laughs> okay, so... This one is one that I, I would like to see. It's from uh, an older set as well, from Tempest. It's an uncommon. Okay? It is a red enchantment. You know I had to put red in here somehow, okay? This of course is... you did. It, the artwork of this looks like somebody's shooting a laser out of their behind, so pew, that's pew. pretty cool. Beep, beep, beep. Beep, 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 beep. <laughs> but it is ancient ruins, okay? It's two in red. <laughs> it does. It does, okay? <laughs> oh, goodness. Um, Fantastic. It's two in a red, okay, and it says, at the beginning of each player's upkeep. You notice how I always like each player's upkeep, doing stuff on that? Well, you're a piece of crap. Oh, yeah. So, as long as I don't smell like it, as long as I smell like roses, I don't care. Um, So, at the beginning of each player's upkeep, Ancient Ruins deals damage to that player equal to the number of artifacts they control. Now, granted... This is for red, so and red players normally play with artifacts, but you know, you can just lower the amount of artifacts you you have. But what I like about this card is that a lot of people will play with artifacts. Yeah. A lot of people are using things that create either gold tokens, food tokens, treasure tokens, whatever tokens. Yep. They're all artifacts. I want to make sure you don't have them as much as you normally would. So it's like, okay. Um, Smothering Tide? Yeah, none of us are going to pay. You're going to have like three treasure tokens on your turn, but you're going to have to sacrifice them or else you're going to take one damage from each one. Oh yeah, that would uh, that would kill some players. Yeah. yeah. Play so. that Michael Sinch now. <laughs> what, Brian? What? What? You play enchantments. That's our upkeep? Ugh. Yes. Yeah. So brutal. I have to switch up my enchantment deck to a green, white, blue, so I can get the leyland of anticipation, and so I can actually yeah, actually see play, you play use some the mana. things. Yeah, yeah, play some yeah. things. But the, like this, this is a, a really good card for for that because a lot of people will play uh, artifacts that, um, and then Debrenny. you do have a lot of artifacts that or things that do create token artifacts. Well, even yeah. if you're if, even if you're dropping focus. the mana rocks, what? like you. You turn into a really good, oh, I've got my soul ring out, I hit a signet and everything. Suddenly you're taking two damage and upkeep. That is, that's the whole point of Mogus. That's, it yeah. kills you. Yeah, you will that, die to the, that. That's going to go into Mogus. Yeah. Why do I keep Ew. giving you ideas? Yeah, I know. I don't know, but I just want to like, yeah, exactly. Point that out. It's like, literally, that's all you've been doing this entire episode. It's like, Brian's been like, taking he's notes. Brian, notebook. Go, like, but like, this, this is a really, really fun card. This will make you a target. I warn you right now. This will make you a target. Yeah. Literally nothing he's not used to. Yeah, yeah. that's every game. Well, you're, you're used to it, Brian. I'm definitely used to it. So. <laughs> I'm not. 
no one draws my ire. Yeah. Everybody, everybody leaves me alone. We, we were about to start more games on Friday. Was, like, What's the target demographic? No target yeah. demographic. Only, Only targets. targets. Yeah. So, but this, this is a fun card. Um, this might be hard to find once again just because it is in Tempest. It is an uncommon, so it should be easier because of that. Price-wise, easy. Price-wise, price yeah. this is really, really cheap. Honestly, Tempest has just so many good cards that should be played more. Like Tempest Visions, um, Urza Saga, stuff like that. Ugh, love Urza. Yeah. Strong. One day you hit like um, the masquerade, uh, the masquerade and whatnot. That's just it. Just went downhill. Odyssey, stuff like that, and then whoopsies. Uh huh. Uh huh. So we're not gonna edit that out now, are we? Yeah, Daniel. Yeah, Daniel, hitting your own mic. But yes, no, there is a. Uh... Just Tempest had a lot of really good cards. Like if they, if you could still just find random packs of it, it would be a fun set to crack constantly. Yeah, and for a good cheap price. Yeah, they are you can expensive. probably you can probably find packs, but not for like three to five dollars. No, there's gonna be like you know like fifteen twenty dollars or something like that. Maybe even more. I don't know. I don't keep keep track of prices like that. Yeah, so. neither do I. Could be cheap, maybe. Could be. Could be. We buying a box, boys. <laughs> <laughs> and we all crack it open like, hey, this will be our first YouTube video, just cracking open Tempest packs. Oh do we God. have these white gloves? I want to be fancy. Oh, actually, literally I do. I've got yes. like 12 pairs in the garage. Done deal. Because you just never know. That's true. That's true. Okay, let's go into this one. I know this one is one of the ones they had on the list here. Yeah, I love to play this card. It's uh, super good in token decks. It's good in any deck that you can fetch things, but it's super good in token decks. What is it? Perilous Forays. What does it do? Perilous Forays, without even having to look at it, lets you sacrifice your creatures for one mana to go and fetch any basic land type. Not basic land. You can fetch dual lands with this. You can fetch anything that has a basic land type on the card. So you can sack this for plateaus, underground seas, anything like that. As long as you sack one creature for one mana... You can fetch. This is Bloodstained Mire for one mana and one instead of one life. And yeah. a creature. It's Very great. Cool. It's like three green green for this, for this enchantment. And like, they come into the play tab. whoop de do. You don't care. You're just, you know, like like you said, token decks. You have five tokens. If you want to get rid of two of them, sure. Sacrifice two Well, of someone them. goes to board wipe you. Tap five Set mana, off. blow five creatures, get Grab five more all the land out of your deck. Yeah. yeah. I would play stuff like was like revolt and everything if I had to do this. You know, because like, oh yeah, I had something leaving or, or morbid. You know, like, yep. ah, something left the battlefield because of me, so I'm just going to throw this out. Oh, I had the morbid trigger or whatever, like dead weight. Huh? Well, I, I run this in Slimefoot specifically as well because oh, he has of course you such, would. A, such a good trigger uh, on the death. Oh, yeah. Yeah, right? Yeah. So you, you land ramp, you get your Slimefoot triggers. Thank Slimefoot's you. So good. More, more ideas. Thank you. Yeah. yeah. And then. Looks like it's going to be like a, a cheaper card because it is an uncommon from Ravnica City of It's Deals. like a dollar, I think. At most. At, at most. Uncommon? Like, yeah, that's pretty good. That's 50 cents. It could I be. Hope. It could be. It depends on the story. It depends yeah. on how popular it is and the all that stuff. Is. Like, heck, look at Risk 6 Dite. Risk 6 Dite is an uncommon. That how much true. is that? Yeah, it's very true. Sure isn't 50 cents. Yeah. If anyone has uh, Risk Studies they want to donate to the Brian cause, I'd probably I still wouldn't run it 50 cents. I don't like that card. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> there's a lot of things you can do with perilous for, uh, forays um, especially I can see a lot of people do this for like slime foot token deck even if you have a tacti, uh, tatiova yep. uh, deck right because then like you know you sacrifice creature you dro- you're you're dropping a land land in you're get, dro- getting a card draw you're gaining a life yep so I can totally see that for that as well well, anything anything that needs land or big creatures and generates those smaller creatures to do so. Yeah. Uh, this is also really, really good in uh, Corvold decks. He's one of those new commanders. It's whenever you oh, sacrifice course. something, you draw, so you sack, you ramp. It's also a sack outlet for his... Mm-hmm. It, it's a pretty solid yeah. card. I and... see that for Wing Grace and whatnot. Yeah. yeah. There's so many things. Any like... Landfall deck. Like yeah, any oh, Landfall deck yeah, would be really cool. Landfall, like, especially well, like, considering you green, green it's yeah. Its ability to grab the basic land types is what makes it good. It would still be pretty good just if it only fetched basic lands. But I, I think the ability to pull out duels, to pull out like uh, breeding pools, anything like that, it makes it a really, really solid addition. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, so I want let's keep on going here. Because, holy God, like, time is just flying by. Yeah, there's... Let's keep on talking about too many We could talk about a lot of cards, yeah. 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 So let's just talk about this one as well here real fast. Uh, green, 
Yay. Of course. Growth spasm. What I'm seeing from this list is people should just play more green. No. <laughs> green, come on. Yes, agreed. Blue. 10 out of 10 uh, agree. Agreed. Uh, <laughs> nope, nope, no, no. Okay. Puns. So this is for two and a green, a sorcery. Search your library for a basic land card. Easy. Put it onto the battlefield tapped. Easy. Then shuffle your library. Cool. Create a zero one colors Eldrazi spawn creature token. It has sacrifice this creature, add one colorless. Yep. Okay. Yeah. Very, very simple. It's just like anything else, sort of like, you know, like cultivate, Kodama's Reach, uh, Growth, the Ashes, and everything. It's just... You get like two mana from it, though, because you, you get the. Well, you get the token, and in a lot of. Yeah. If you're a token centric deck, you're running parallel lives, running annoying procession, anything like that, you're doubling up on the tokens, but it's also a blocker. Yeah. yeah. A blocker is really, really cool for. Yeah. It, and then you sack that zero one to go and find another land. Yep. Last yeah. card. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. With the, the forest phrase, just keep on going back and forth, back and forth, etc., etc. Uh, Awakening Zone is one we just skipped over there. It's basically the same thing, on, but on an enchantment. I don't, really don't see a lot of people yeah. playing it, and I, I love it. It's at the I beginning of your upkeep. You get one of those same Eldrazi spawn, the zero one. one. I saw it in 60-card decks. But yeah, it's, I, I really like it in Commander. I only it's, have it in the Animar. It can, it can be a pretty easy uh, turn two card, and it can it can get out of control if you get those. See, this card's good in things like, you know, like uh, a Marin deck. Um, I run it in Prosh because, yeah, if I can yeah, get it out early and everything, it gives me things to sack to Prosh. It gives me... Uh, the really fun thing to do is to just sit there with 15 of these on deck and then trigger Beastmaster's Ascension with it and overrun them with it. Yeah. <laughs> well, well, think of it this way, okay? You're getting a 0-1 creature oh, every single turn where you don't have to do anything else, okay? There's a lot of cards where, oh, except like... Except free creatures. Well, well nobody's going to do anything. Play at 10 turns, cares. Triumph of the Hordes. Yeah. That would be hysterical. But yeah. Think of, think of it this, this way. Traditionally, um, cards... That say like create a creature or whatever. Okay, either have a high casting cost, or there's like a downside where you have to pay an upkeep, or you have to sacrifice yeah. something or whatever. Yeah, this is oh, just a token some... generator that you don't have to dump any more mana into. Yeah, and it's a three cost. It's two and a green. That's it. Well, and it also gives you the sackable creatures for mana. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So it, it's token gen. It's ramp. It'll trigger dies triggers. It'll trigger sacrifice triggers, or it'll just give you bodies to block with. Yeah. Very well, versatile. Really... It's really, really good, so you can block it and sacrifice it for mana ramp and anything. It's really, really nice for that. You can pump them up. You can, like, do all that stuff. It's not a big, big deal. Like, it, it is a good card for for the CMC that you're paying for. And it is a rare, but it's going to be, like, a cheaper rare. Yeah. It's not like it's 10 bucks or anything. No. It's just next card we're going to talk about here. That I w- It's a little bit more expensive. I wish more people would play something like this. But it's a reiterate. Okay? I think more people would if the cost was lower. And the cost is arguably... It, it's arguably justified based on what it is. Buyback was one of the most busted mechanics. I was going to say, yeah. the fact that it was buyback is why it's okay. so expensive. So reiterate, it's a one red red, okay? Instant speed. Does have a buyback of three. So buyback, for those who don't know, may pay an additional three mana as you cast a spell. If you do, put this card in your hand as it resolves. And then you can copy target instant or sorcery uh, spell. You may choose new targets for a copy. Yeah, so yeah. you can reverberate with buyback. Yeah. So it's like, you know, it's a, you know, or you can play like a fork, let's say, or something like that. Or something that copies, okay? But not just your spell. Cop- you want to copy someone else's spell. And I, I don't see enough red players playing something like this, okay? Because when... when $10 it's, is fairly cheap, in all honesty. It's not that, that bad. Like, a fork is $20. And if you don't get that, okay, I can understand. But, like, reiterate is... Is so useful because like a lot of people will use reiterate for themselves. Okay, it's yeah. like, I'll fireball and reiterate so I have two yeah, fireballs or something like that. But if Sounds you like something like Daniel would do, yeah. yeah. Well, he's oh, a degenerate, yeah. so reiterate's but a great card. If someone casts like like say Cyclonic Rift, okay, fine. I'll copy Cyclonic Rift. You do it too, and then the other person has to. That to... actually, I would really like because there's nothing. There's yeah, nothing so better it's a true than, than, than seeing the person for... casting it go. Oh no, my yeah. thing. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> okay, because normally people are doing that to whatever, right? Or same thing with like uh, Torment of Hellfire. Uh... <laughs> or that'd be a funny one see, too. See now you're now you're thinking outside a box, right? Like not just your spells, other people's spells. Teferi's protection. Okay, yeah. someone's doing something. Oh, your Teferi's Protection, you know, hide yourself? I, too, will I blink. Will, I will do that as well. Because remember, you copy it and you can choose new targets. Yeah. The new target can be you. Yeah. It's true. Yeah. <laughs> I'm you, thinking to I'm, 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 just, I'm just like, but then can you, you, buy can you back. phase out the person? <laughs> can you, then you phase buy out back, the person you know what that's I mean? doing like, whatever? Yeah, but then like it would... Uh, the, 
the spells would stack. Right? Yeah, that's true. Never mind. So bad idea. But it, it there's there's so many silly things that you could copy. Yeah. yeah. Um, it's a three cost. Like that's it's a three cost. So like yeah, if you don't it's use a six cost. So this but card that's only if you have to if you you're paying you're trying to do the buyback. Yeah, this is really really good in Kess because Kess lets you cast one from graveyard every turn, and Ooh. if you cast the spell from graveyard, you do have the buyback option there. Yeah. So you only have to buy it back once every two times you cast it with Kess, which is pretty fun. Is Isochronic Scepter costed two? Two, yes. So I wish, you, I wish you could put it on that. Oh, you could do a fork with uh, Isochronic Scepter. I could do a whole episode on nonsense you could put on Isochronic Scepter. <laughs> yeah. I think I own 17 copies of it. It's stupid, and I love that card. It, there, it, it's just so versatile. You can, you can definitely wreck someone's day with that card. Yes. yes totally. Silence every turn. Orange chant. <laughs> yeah. Like, everyone always does, like, uh, uh, what's it, uh, dramatic reversal to get the... Or counterspell. Yeah, or counterspell and all that stuff. But, like, you know, I'll, I'll throw in stupid stuff. Like, I'll throw in, like, things like the Darn Charm. Um, people put in fogs, and that's totally... Fog, under- respite, stuff like that, yeah. yeah. Silly things like that. Um, yeah, there's, there's so many things that are too, too lower mana cost that are just fun. So, like I said, like, I put on... Cyclonic Rift. Cost. Really show your dominance at the table. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but like reiterate and things like that, like fork and everything, uh, they tend to be pricier anyways for for red. Um, well, that's an amazing ability, in all honesty. Yeah. Did you overload it? No, you can only cast it for its two okay. costs. Yeah. Uh, funny enough, they used to have the ruling actually was changed specifically. Rules were changed because of Cyclonic Rift. Uh, not Cyclonic Rift, Isochron Scepter. Yeah. The split cards before. You could, if one of the sides was two, you could imprint it under. Yeah. Now a split card CMC is the total cost off both printed sides. That's interesting. Because you used to be able to put instant speed things under it and then cast both sides without paying, like you could cast one or the other. Can you imagine having the mill one on it? Yes. So you could, exactly. You could do a lot of those. I think people did it with Expanse Explosion. I'm not sure which one it was. That's nasty. But yeah, a lot of it was, uh, was pretty nonsense. Yeah. I yeah. mean, that makes sense, though, that they would have to change it. Because that's just, that's too much. Yeah, I actually didn't know that ruling until Dean played his, uh, the ninjutsu deck. And he includes a lot of the split cost cards because it's the total CMC yeah. of both sides instead of that. So That's very cool. Yeah. Mm. This oh, next that makes, card that, makes sense that we're about to talk about is one of my absolute favorite cards in Magic. I, I love this card, too. I like to gamble. This should yeah. be played in a lot of decks. This is I, one of the most fun cards I'm really surprised not many people play this. I guess not many people play Soltai Colors. That's true. Yeah. But, like, yeah, I get it. So we're, we're talking about Villainous, villainous Wealth. wealth. So it's X, black, green, blue, and it's sorcery, and basically it's a jet wave for your opponent. So it reads target... But it hits spells, But it hits spells. Um, so target opponent exiles the top X cards of the library, and you may cast any number of non-land cards with converted mana cost X or less without, from among them without paying their mana cost. This Which is, is so awesome. Brutal. It's so much fun. Yeah. It is so much fun. Especially like, if you can like really like dump a ton of mana yeah, into it like, and yeah. just like take a no, chunk of their like deck 12. and just t- twenty. Well, you're in yeah. blue. What I was thinking. <laughs> you're in blue. You have a lot of copy spell effects. Like yeah. that's it can be pretty brutal. Yeah. yeah. Well, so Cast ten the, cards from green. three players' decks is rough. Yeah. Well, you've got the green for the heavy mana. You've got the blue to copy it. Let's let's just let's just run this in red, and I'm gonna. Oh, if this was in red, could you be, imagine? That's, oh I think God. that's probably why it's not in red because this would be like in every. Ooh, I do have a Brea. I haven't even made a... a does Brea color. have green, though? <gasps> You're right. It does. It's, yeah, she's, it's white. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so... If Brea had green? Whew. So which one would it be? Sasuke? Uh, yeah, probably. Sasuke? Yeah, maybe. He's, a, he's another one you don't really see many commanders of. He's the... Out of that out of that entire block, you really see, like, the... What the block? The hug one. It, it's the four-color commanders. <laughs> yeah. Um, so you see, mm. like, uh, Atraxa, and yeah. you see, um... I think it's Kiro and Melodus or something? Yeah, yeah, something like that. So you see those two the most. The other one's the Cascade one, and the other one's Brea. Right? Yeah. So, Cascade twice. Awesome. But, like, once again, tangents. Sorry. Cascade's a well. cool mechanic, also. It is. It is re- I don't see enough people playing. I don't see... I never see Cascade. I think it's super cool and fun. Yeah. I've only seen it in, in like, um... Relentless Rats. <laughs> Rumming Stone. That's Ripple. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. It's the same thing. It's literally the same thing. Uh, Just better. 
But both of those buff, yeah, it, it can be devastating uh, if you're targeting someone that you know has really, really, really powerful things. Or it's close to the end of the game. Yeah. What? Or it's close to the end of the game and you oh, just yeah. mill yeah. them out, basically. I, yeah. <laughs> I love the fact that... Well, not even mill. It's There's some things, like, if you hit Hope with this when she's playing dragons, you have you do have a realistic chance of hitting. Like, if you can go 12 like five, deep... six dragons. Oh, no. Like, eight or nine dragons. Yeah, sure. And big ones. Yeah, huge ones. Big yeah. boys. And you can't, they can't really blame you because there's Big like, oh. <laughs> they're, they're like, you know, oh, like you have such powerful things. Like, no, no, no. You have powerful things. I'm just using it for Hitting now. me with this card in a lot of decks, you do have, I, I don't know, think a lot of people realize I put Blightsteel Colossus in a, a lot. ton of well, decks. Why not? I, I haven't Colorless. seen. <laughs> I, a lot of the time, hold it because I'm like, I shouldn't do this. But, but yeah, there's a real chance that if you, if you villainous wealth me, you might hit that Blightsteel yeah. Colossus and... Oops. Yeah. <laughs> Oops. Yeah. That's the thing. You you never know what you're going to hit. It's like roulette. It's yeah. like playing Panini. That's why I like it. It's because that's why I, I like to gamble. Like yeah. I like any deck where I get to gamble. Everything, yeah. I love to gen wave my own deck. I love to primal surge my own deck. And I've never built a deck around primal surging. So, so I either hit really, really good or I get like two in and it's a cultivate. Oh, yeah. <laughs> True. Uh, I love, I love like, like Brian, I love watching you when you play your Atla... Um, Palani. Palani. I'm just hungry now. So, <laughs> um, but like, I love watching you, and then you're flipping things instead of getting like a dinosaur, you get like one of the like mana reducing ones. Yeah. I got, my one time off. I did that, I got like Yavi Maya Elder, and I was so pissed. I was like, this is not But anything. the funny thing is, like, picturing it like crack out of an egg. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like an elf just like. Ew. Yeah. Ew, I'm just imagining like, okay, okay. I don't want to talk about it so this one I want to talk about real fast here just because I think uh, I think it should be put in more decks but it's just like it's very very situational but like not many people have considered or thought about it I think I'm reading this one I'm like what am like I don't understand it so I'm excited for you to explain okay this. so this card we're talking about is sleight of mind it's a one blue mana cost a single blue okay instant and you change the text of target spell or permanent by replacing all instances of one color with with another one. Okay, so if it says target black spell, you can change it to target blue spell. But you can use this for other things. Do you use it for protection? This, yes, you uh, can. So I kind of want to go off on a little bit. Uh, this card is not played in Commander basically at all. No, I've never but seen it. It is played specifically. In uh, competitive with Momir Vig. Yes. Because with Momir Vig, he has two abilities. One is whenever you cast a green creature, you can tutor and put a creature on that creature on top of your library. When you cast a blue creature, or a, it's blue creature or spell, you can go and grab, or you draw the top card of your library. Yeah. So with this, you change the blue text to green, and whenever you cast your green creature, you both you tutor and then draw. Yeah. Cool. Mm. So it is, it is a power engine card. Yeah. So it's fantastic for that, and it is a permanent change. Yeah. Oh, really? Yes. yes it is not. It, it is not, not until back. end of turn. It is a permanent change. Yeah. Oh. So if, if someone. Oh, like, yeah. This effect lasts indefinitely. Yeah. yeah. So if there was something that was like, "Hey, target creature has protection from blue or uh, from red, no longer. It has protection from white now." Yeah. Oh my god. So, oh, I look! You have why does nobody run this? What? Why does nobody run this? Because for the, the indefinitely, that's so cool. Because like. Back in the day, like most people, like there's not many cards that say like you know tar- like this color matters, that color matters, and all that stuff. But yeah. we're starting to see more and more a lot people, of that. A lot of that now. The meta has changed a lot. Totally. Okay, like devotion, like especially like when your devotion to green is this. Now you're when your devotion to red. Oh, that's you literally just ruined Mogus. That's hilarious. <laughs> yeah, think of it. Okay, with with devotion, yeah, that would be a really really interesting. Yeah, because I'm just thinking of, like the new ones that come out yeah. where they're like like Arabos or whoever. Yeah. Like, the yeah. life, their life is the devotion, yeah. right? Their toughness. So yeah. like, your his devotion is equal to the amount of uh, green or whatever you yeah. don't have. Yeah, well, and so he like, is zero and he dies. Well, that's even like what we talked about last week with Annex. Yeah, you know, same, same. Yeah. The only thing oh, is, that'd be hilarious to play on one of those demigod ones. Yeah. Yeah. You like you can't change mana symbols, right? But this is it doesn't matter because all the gods are saying devotion, devotion to, to a certain X color. color. Yes. Yeah. So now you can change it so that they you never become You have a zero two. Hilarious. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Or you can change like a sword 
that says like you know protected from like black and red to like white and red or something like that. Something yeah. that doesn't something affect that does you not, anymore. Yeah, that's you not know? a problem. Yeah, it's like this is one of the reasons why like sometimes like uh with like things like uh was it flickering war or whatever. Yeah. Like, you know, you give protection to whatever color. Color. I'll, oh I'll yeah, pass. you can change that color to something else. That's yeah. hilarious. Yeah, and I'll, I'll like I'll see someone that has like a bunch of auras on some uh, creature, and I'll just cast it, say like protection from black, and all the black auras fall off. That was my that question. Yeah, yeah, that's fantastic. Yeah. So sleight of mind ba- like basically does kind of like the same thing, but like especially with like like, like I said with Theros right now, uh, beyond death, like there's all these new gods. We're gonna see stuff like that. We're gonna see a lot more devotion. Yeah. Or things that matter most devotion. Side of mind is going to be something that everyone should keep in mind. Just to, because just the meta is going to adjust a little bit right yeah. now with the new side, it just is going to happen. People yeah. are going to run those legendary creatures are cool. They're going to make them their commanders. You're going to ruin their entire deck. Their it's lives. Hilarious. Yeah. So it, yeah, it, it is something that is really, really. Well, it's, it's, I think it's really, really fun. It's interesting I, yeah. at the very least. But once again, this is what we're talking about before and a few other times. You got to play to your meta. Yep. Okay, um, the meta has changed. There are a bunch of things that are changing. Um, with the new set, this card has been something that I, I bet most people have not even considered. I have not even heard of. Yeah, so it's it's one of those things that are just like okay, yeah, like we we should look into these older cards, things that can do like stupid stuff, you know, especially something like this. So Slimey is one of them that I wanted to make sure that we at least touched on. No matter what, because it's just hilarious. So, uh, last one for this one. Yeah, I think yeah. we'll do the last one, and then that's it. So, one of my favorite cards in Magic, with I think two of the coolest artworks. Yes, I yes. love both the old and the new artwork. They're both beautiful. Alright. With that being that? said, this is Pattern of Rebirth. Okay, Enchantment Aura, uh, three and a green. All right. So when an enchanted creature dies, that in, that creature's controller may search your library for a creature card. Put that card onto the battlefield, then shuffle their library. Gross. Oh, it's Teresa Nielsen. That's why. Yeah. Oh yeah. Because she's an amazing she's artist. She's awesome. Yeah, that's very true. But yes, um, it is a really good card for multiple things. One, if you have sack outlets and you want to get through things. Two, it insulates you very well from board wipes. Yeah. You can wipe my board, but I am going to go get whatever I want and. Yeah. Nine and a half out of times out of ten, I fetch Vorinclex with it. Oh, of course yeah, you would. Yeah, it's of course you would. Or something like ridiculous also, like a previous Great Worm. Oh, yeah. You can, well, to be able to, with the Gross Spasm tokens we talked about, yeah. to put this on Woo! that, sack it for mana, and then go fetch an Imprevious Great Worm. Or How fun. Yeah. And I, then I, use that other card that you talked about, which one, and then shuffle your graveyard back into your library and then get the Pattern of, the, of Rebirth back. Or you, or you oh, yeah, have it, man. or you have the Wheel of Sun and Moon, which I just found out about on Friday. That is a good card. Uh, a- good anything one. that's going to go into your graveyard gets shuffled or put onto the bottom of your library instead. instead the anti-mill card. I love it's it. Hilarious. Yeah. So I you can it. just keep casting spells and just blip, put to blip, the bottom blip, of your blip, library, blip, blip, and then when you search, fun. you shuffle it up again. Yeah. Oh my God, it's super fun. What I love about Pattern of Rebirth is just the fact that. Uh, they don't have a limitation on the converted mana cost of the creature you bring out. Yeah. Or the color. Even if it was go fetch a green color because it's green. That would still, be good. But this, this is good, get yeah. anything. And I put this in a lot of decks. This is in my Sliver deck. This is in Dragon decks. This is in the Eldrazi deck. Because again, you want to sacrifice Eldrazi. Get my Ulamog. Yeah. Oh yeah. Uh, this card is a little bit harder to find from time to time because like I've, I've gone to a few uh, LGS's I don't know about online I don't really shop it's just one you don't see often yeah, right? you there's, see often. there's not many of them and the people who play them play them I have like probably you probably copies. have all of them I have 30 or 40 yeah, you copies you have the of Calgary them. collection yeah, yeah. <laughs> so like I remember when one of our friends casted he was uh, searching for one for a light was it a, I think three or four months or something like that before he, he, asked found, me. he got one oh well yeah. Daniel, do you have a pattern of rebirth that I can use? I think I have two or three still in my binders <laughs> there, yeah. I love pattern of rebirth. Uh, I have it in decks it's not even good in. <laughs> but it's just because it's a good card. Yeah. So, but the go, creature, go and get whatever I want. The no. creature does have to die. You cannot put this on your commander and trigger it very sadly. Yeah. Otherwise, it would be the best card to protect your commander with. Scarab yeah. God. Or, well, no, that's sorry. It's not green. But any of, those, yeah. any of those ones where you can put it back into your hand. Yeah, true, true. Yeah. So, but that is, it is a good yeah. card. Um, 
I like it overall. What uh, what are pet cards you don't see very often? You're one that you're so proud that you're the only one who plays. True. Yeah. Yeah. Like, let, we we have so many more cards we want to talk about, but we just aren't going to get there. The list is <laughs> literally endless, like yeah. of cool cards. Everyone, that... Yeah, everyone has like pet cards that they have to put into every single deck, you know, or like they. Well, try or just ones into... that you found your search and gather or something. You're like, oh, this is it. This is the guy. Or, or yeah. when you're out playing at your LGS Friday nights and you're playing a game, and then someone goes, "I'm going to play this," and you're like. What, what is that? that? I've never seen this before. What is this? Yeah, tell me, please. Yes, yeah. let me take a photo of that. Yeah. I do. I do ask to take pictures of cards all the time, yep. and I'm like, oh, yeah, I forgot that this exists. Yeah. yeah. This is a card. Yep. <laughs> cool, yeah. Just let us know anywhere, um, any social media, um, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram. You can hit us up and let us know on our Discord. We'd be happy to hear yeah. from you guys. Come and join us. Yeah. Yeah. So, one of us. One of us. Anyways. Yeah. Nine, nine. Okay. Anyways. <laughs> Thank you guys so much for listening. All right, catch you all later. See ya.